Welcome to Spoilers. Uh, today we're going to be talking about one of the worst films I've ever experienced in my life, in The Circle. Uh, there was four of us today. You guys want to go ahead and introduce yourselves? Sure, this is Pappy, recording from Denver, Colorado. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I thought this was one of the best performances I've seen from Tom Hanks, one of the best movies of the year. You're crazy. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, uh, God. This is uh, Jordan, recording from Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, yeah, I was glad that I had a few beverages in me when I went to see this last night. Yeah, this is Mikey, uh, from Elkhart, Indiana. Uh, I watched this with Stevie and he knows how I felt about it. So, how did uh, you feel about that, that woman with a bear claw who was like fighting for her popcorn the whole time? Yeah, I had a, a large woman sitting next to me. <laughs> Uh, she had a cane and she had like a uh, very large pop and a very large popcorn and she was just ham fisting this box of popcorn the whole movie <laughs> making a lot of noise. Why did you and have to like, make like Ooh. my theater was empty? We were sold out. Back. Yeah. Sold out? Wow. Sold Same out? Choice. Mine was empty too. Lucky you guys. There were six, six people total. <laughs> I feel like this woman was like fighting for her popcorn. And even after it was all gone, she was still like shaking the, just like <laughs> shaking her box to make sure there was none left. And then after anything <laughs> resembling like a decent part of this movie, which was none to be found, like happened, she would react to the movie very loudly, and mm. she'd be like, hey, "Yep," and then <laughs> something bad would happen. She's like, hey, "Nope," <laughs> and this woman loved it, so good for her. I'm glad she enjoyed it. I mean. You guys have the worst luck as far as people in the movie theater. You guys always have the craziest stories when you come back. We don't don't have a lot of etiquette in Indiana when it comes to theaters. Yeah. Well, today we're talking about The Circle, which I'm not in the mood to do the Rotten Tomatoes description, so I'll do the very shortened IMDb one, which is a woman lands a dream job at a powerful tech company called The Circle, only to uncover a nefarious agenda that will affect the lives of her friends, family, and and that of humanity, including democracy. As Patton Oswalt <laughs> said, idiotically, this movie was directed by um, James... Pa- it doesn't matter. I'll never direct another movie in his life again. It was that bad. <laughs> uh, it was written by James Ponsold as well, Dev Eggers, and a credit that I do not have enough energy to click on. Uh, this movie stars Emma Watson. Eller Coltrane from... Uh, what's that Twelve movie took 12 years to make? Boyhood? Boyhood, yeah. From the kid from Boyhood, he should not have been in this movie. Oh my god, he was terrible. Uh, Glenn Headley, I don't know. Bill, oh, this was is this Bill Paxton's last role? I hope not. It's like Alan Rickman in. It's uh, like Alan Rickman. You just like feel bad for these people. Yeah, his was Alice through the Looking Glass too. But yeah, that was sad to see. It was his second to last role. He's in the TV show Training Day. So crisis averted on that one. Whew. Hopefully he'll just yeah, because yeah, uh, the uh, movie made for made into a TV show is way better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it has Tom Hanks, the tremendous vocals of Beck. God, that was so stupid. That, I hated that, that part when that was so bad. When Beck I think shows that was up. the moment that me and Mikey kind of looked at each other and were like, "Is this the walkout point? Do we walk out here?" So stupid. Anyway. 
just a lot of nonsense. Go ahead and get into it. What did you guys think of this awful, awful movie? So I actually was being sarcastic at the beginning. I really did hate it. And there's just nothing good about it. It was boring, and it was it felt fast, but it also felt long. So I don't know. It was just terrible. Uh, Emma Watson was... I guess serviceable, but she wasn't really like good. I don't know. What'd you guys think about her performance? Did she have like a weird accent for a few parts of the movie? I feel like she slipped a few times and like she was doing the old Kate Winslet. Didn't know if she was American or she was British. Right. Yeah. Like it, it, I don't know. Like, did did you guys think that at all? Uh, it it only happens when she seems confused. (laughs) Like when she like reads out loud a question is when she sounds British. That's when I started to notice it. Which, it seems like a lot of the movie, because I feel like our character, May, had no idea what she was doing throughout the whole movie anyway. Yeah, and I, I mean, I guess like she was okay, but I thought Tom Hanks actually did a pretty good job, though, as Steve Jobs, <laughs> the third Steve Jobs movie. Dude, yeah, I, I think the only redeeming part of this movie was like his first kind of speech thing, where he's like getting the employees pumped. I think that was like... Doing his TED Talk? Yeah, like he was doing a Steve Jobs TED Talk, and like... That was the only part that I think was good in this movie. <laughs> Which just goes to show how bad the rest of it was, because he's just talking about new cameras and surveillance and stuff. So, Mikey, what'd you think? For what this movie is, there's like a lot of semi-big names in this, like Tom Hanks and Emma Watson and John Boyega, who was like, I thought he just mailed it in. He was terrible in this movie. Did he not get paid for Star Wars? <laughs> like, is he struggling to put food on the table right now? What happened? What was the point of his character? I didn't even understand, like, why he was there. It felt so half-baked. He was some prodigy yeah. named Ty Lafitte who just wanders the hall now like a lonely janitor. <laughs> and his character didn't end with anything. He was just always sitting in the crowd and looking disapproving of Emma Watson. He was supposed to be the guy that like made the initial technology, I think. The transparent, yes. the the way the technology to go full transparent. I think Maybe. he made the thing that they keep talking about was like True You or something. He made that program. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like I asked Stevie at the end after we walked out, like, whatever happened to John Boyega? <laughs> like he just kind of <laughs> still wandering those halls. Yeah, <laughs> just doesn't seem to care enough. Trying to look pissed. Oh, this movie was so cringeworthy though, because. It, it just felt like it had no idea what it wanted to be. Like it went in a million different directions. It didn't actually step in the water at any certain moment. Like there was that part of the movie, which is probably one of the more cringeworthy parts, where um, there's that woman and man who come out to Emma Watson after she's been there for a few months, and they're kind of getting on her for not being more involved in the circle itself. And you're like, okay, this could be kind of like a crazy cult movie. Yeah. And then nothing ever happens with that. And then you're thinking, okay, this could be like an awesome power struggle movie between Tom Hanks and Emma Watson, where she's trying to take him down the whole movie and he's trying to suppress her and nothing ever happens with that. I feel like this movie had a lot of just ideas that never actually followed through with any of them. It was just so lost. Yeah, and I go back to that Karen Gillian character who played Annie. Like her yeah. like downfall is just so fucking ridiculous. Oh, and she just God. looks so like over the top raggedy. It's so on the nose and stupid <laughs> crazy i thought eyes. she was sick i thought she was like dying or something and they just <laughs> didn't explain that part of the movie <laughs> yet <laughs> she looked terrible she was just downing a fifth of jameson every day <laughs> it was ridiculous dude i think her kind of downfall was bad but may's whole thing where she like is she seemed kind of suspicious at the beginning like of the two people that are telling her to engage more with the company and all that 
But then all of a sudden she's like, oh yeah, like since you're helping out my dad with his medicine, like let's let's go all in. And she just like totally switches. And but yeah, yeah. said like there's no and and Mercer too. We didn't even touch on the boyfriend. Like he's just a walking like plot device. Like no privacy. <laughs> <laughs> That was another terrible, terrible part of this movie was Mercer, especially when, okay, to set this up, this guy professionally makes, professionally sells deer, deer antler chandeliers, (laughs) which everyone (laughs) wants in their home. They're so beautiful, Stevie. They're beautiful. (laughs) Just so beautiful because everybody wants one in their home. And then people at the school catch wind of it and they pretty much shame him for killing deer. And they, oh, do yeah, it, yeah. and they do it by like, do like taking his picture and like posting it on social media, yeah. but they're doing it in the most like it looks like a stock photo of someone taking someone's picture. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> they're like making faces and being all goofy. <laughs> when he shows up to the HQ, the guy, her coworker, literally goes up and says, "Hey, man, fuck you for killing all those deer," or something like that. And it's just like, "Whoa, step back!" <laughs> <laughs> what? No one would ever do that in real life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they all like circle him with all their phones out and like their tablets and like things are ringing off the hook. Um, this is also my favorite part of the movie is when he's trying to get stern with May and he goes, May, and she starts to walk walk away and he goes, May! It's the <laughs> most god awful part. May! <laughs> <laughs> or Mikey said this out loud in the theater when he, he just goes, Okay, bye. <laughs> she just leaves it. <laughs> And then he dies, like, immediately. He gets chased out of his own house by people finding him. Yeah. Uh, I, was, I, was I out? I think I was walking back in. What actually happened with that? You left. I went to, I took, I took an extended bathroom break. <laughs> oh. I took an extended bathroom break, and I got in there, like, right as he was on the bridge, like, driving oh yeah it was so ridiculous it was like he was trying to watson comes up with like a program to find people like in 20 minutes anybody in the world in 20 minutes and so someone shouts out mercer's name and so the world is like using their phones to try and track him down and i guess they find him and then he's being chased by people and like drones and then he just swerves off the road to avoid a drone or something he goes full Princess Diana trying to escape from the paparazzi. <laughs> oh, <laughs> isn't that coming up? Isn't that that anniversary coming up? I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> but yeah, that was just so ridiculous. And the way it happened was just so tropey. And like, you didn't care about his character at all. His character was so stupid. Like, him, there was He's no. He's kind of like, okay. Yeah, whatever. You can deal with this stuff. Yeah. What about the uh, main sports? How did this movie end? Did you see that part, Stevie? <laughs> or were you taking another? <laughs> Reluctantly, I was kind of ticked at the end. Um, <sighs> Patton Oswalt's greasy character and Tom Hanks' greasy character pretty much in cahoots with Emma Watson. What, what's the new thing they're unveiling? In fact, there's a TED Talk every five minutes in this movie. Um, they're unveiling something new for the company. And she, like, turns on them and releases all of their personal secrets throughout the movie. And long story short, she, like, turns to the camera and starts to, like, walk out of the theater as people are, like, trying to touch her. Like, she's the next messiah. 
and she's like giving us this speech about how we need privacy in our lives now this is wrong like something we already didn't know watching this god awful movie and then she walks out into the light and you're kind of like okay it ended and then there's more and it shows her just for some reason there's a theme in this movie of her kayaking in the San Francisco Bay, which you can clearly tell she's not at, and there's a giant painting in the background. And she's always kayaking like at the Golden Gate Bridge, just so you know it's San Francisco. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> like, never I mean, there's, no, there's no strong current there or anything. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you can just do that. There's no other place to kayak if you're in San Francisco. you got to be in at San the Francisco, Golden Gate Bridge. Only play. <laughs> and it shows us a bunch of cameras around the world and Emma Watson seems happy, and the theater leaves pissed. That's how the movie ends. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I immediately got up and walked out of the bathroom. You didn't walk, Mikey. You sprinted. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> ran. I was holding it for so long. Mikey was practicing for next to... year's combine. He ran like a four six forty <laughs> flying out of the theater. <laughs> this movie was kind of. It felt like a giant ad for like a fake social network, and it kind of. Like Stevie said, there was a lot of different directions it could have went, and it went none of those directions. So it was kind of like a half-assed movie. It was cheap. What do you guys think the reaction was in the room with all the producers sitting there and the director and writers sitting there for the screening? Like, what was the moment? Like, there's that famous video of George Lucas, like, throwing his hands in his face <laughs> during the first screening of Phantom Menace. <laughs> what was that moment for this movie? What was, like the producer just throwing his hands in his face. What was that moment? I feel like they thought this may have been good because they went like balls out with the marketing campaign. I mean, there were TV commercials, radio commercials. Yeah, I'm on the IMDb now. It's like swagged out with the circle, so they paid for that. And it got like a late April release, which isn't a terrible time of the year. I just can't believe they would put so much into it and it's such a giant turd. And it only made like eight... It's only going to make like $8 million this weekend, so... Oh, Thank I wonder what the flop. budget was. <laughs> that seems like a giant flop. What was the point of the movie? Like, <laughs> did she want privacy? Because then there ended up being drones everywhere anyways. Nothing. She ruined the world. Knowing is good, but knowing everything is better, Mikey. Oh, that's yeah, such a cheesy like... line. <laughs> There's so many cheese lines that they drop in here. Like, secrets are secrets are lies, privacy is theft. Like, it's all some, like, 1984 bullshit. And and like Mikey said, I think like they they like have a few different tracks, and they just like don't go down and like really ask good questions. And you never find out if like Tom Hanks and Patton Oswalt go to jail or how would they not be charged for anything? What happened to her dad? He's still what? shaken. Yeah, <laughs> Mercer. We just completely shaken. forgot about Mercer. John Boyega disappeared <laughs> from the movie. A lot movie. of unanswered questions. What did you guys think of Patton Oswalt's greasy character who just looked like he was trying to grab a donut the whole movie? Like he was like, he was doing like the like the like, you know like where you twiddle your fingers you're like they don't mind if I do to grab a donut thing. He was doing that the whole movie. What did you guys think of his idiotic stupid character? I hated him. I mean he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I like Patton Oswalt, but I was just like you can never criticize anyone again for anything. He was just so greasy, and like, there's no depth to his character at all. Like, there's nothing redeeming. We could change democracy. <laughs> just so stupid. At least with Tom Hanks's character in like the three scenes that he's in, and like, it seems like he has kind of good intentions, like, or at least it's a little bit of a moral gray area. But like, yeah, Patton's just like a grease ball. It doesn't. It's so bad. 
Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else to add for this awful movie? I have one other thing. And the, uh, I know they've done this in a few other movies, but like the little pop-up text bubbles or whatever that are happening all the time. Uh, so annoying and distracting. Like I was trying dude, to... Dude, all of those would be dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they would all be dick pics and like people saying like, kill yourself and stuff like that. They'd all be trolls. And they had like some that were in there that I saw that were like kind of trolly. Like, ah, you look like an idiot. Like things like that. But sheesh. It was super distracting. I was just trying to read them instead of like actually being involved in the movie. Like, ah, this sucks. Yeah, I feel like this movie tried really hard to be the social network or any like me and Mike were talking about this last night about like movies when it comes to like tech, like tech movies like Pirates of Silicon Valley is a really good movie. Mikey brought that up. Um, The Social Network's another one. It's not about like the platform itself you want to make a movie about. It's about the people that are building the platform. Mm -hmm. I feel like this movie tried so hard to make a movie about a platform that just no one gives a damn about. Or characters give a damn about. I mean, it's it's all about the story about how people made it, not about the tech that they made. That's why I feel that's why I feel like this movie really missed the mark. If I had to give a, a score um, for this movie, it's an absolute zero. I don't know about you guys. So that's so a no for you. This movie's a hell no. Yeah, I gave like a two on IMDb. It's a hard no, and I think Stevie, this is the worst movie we've spoiled this year. I think it's the worst movie we've ever spoiled on. Uh, on spoilers dude i said this to pappy i'd rather watch batman vs superman suicide squad time bandits and the fisher king with no bathroom breaks than watch this movie once (laughs) that's how much i hated this movie anyone who defends this is just idiotic well i'm gonna have to say that this is a yeah no no (laughs) (laughs) i mean yeah i agree movie's really shitty um yeah i mean there's like basically no redeeming qualities tom hanks is like okay and the rest of the movie pretty much sucks um yeah it should have been about tom hanks that would have been a good movie yeah it's like the founder of this like terrifying social network thing that would have been good that would have been awesome and rest in peace to james pond's career <laughs> um, they should make a movie about that him trying to get work <laughs> <laughs> They completely changed the ending, but I want to see what you guys think about this book ending. So basically when, like, towards the end of the book, uh, Ty, so John Dick's character, tells her about this school's, like, intentions to become, like, the, the government, basically, and, like, surveil everybody. She, like, like, exposes all this stuff to her, to Emma Watson's character, and she basically pretends to, like, be on his team, and then he, she turns him in, and he is silenced is what wikipedia said <laughs> what also the annie character does end up in a catatonic state because he like she like flips shit and is jealous of may so like that's kind of the end and emma watson or may's character is um like on board at this social network that's kind of how the book ends and all the criticisms criticisms of the book are the same as the movie like they took a shitty book and made it into a shitty movie i've heard the book's okay <laughs> but What's the rating of the book, Jordan? Is it like a celebrated book, or is it one of those like, "Hey, there's a book like we can make this like movie better because it's a shitty book." Uh, The Circle has a score of sixty six percent on iadreambooks.com. Apparently, that's really low for a book. Not great. D. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't invest time in that. It's like as far as book scores go. That's really low. <laughs> like everything's just really like on the nose, and they said that it tries to draw a lot of parallels, like 1984, but it 
doesn't go in depth enough, just like the movie, it seems like. Just tiptoes around everything. Right, yeah, like there's, yeah. Just so bad. Well, um, that is it. Pappy, you want to read us your plugs? No. <laughs> sure. All right. Okay. <laughs> Our website is uh, podcastspoilers.com. Uh, that's the main place you can go where you can find our links to iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, we also have a Twitter account at spoilers underscore pod. And what's our phone number? Does anybody know? Shit. Ooh, it's Texas. 903-776-4507. That's 903-SPOIL-07. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Joshua Hensley is playing the song that you're hearing right now. That was spoilers. Teacher Mark Math Paper.